0: Hey guys and welcome to another episode of One Cuppa and Two Sugars (laughs) So um, as you guys know I always start my podcast with news you don't care about Which is like church announcements sort of thing So there's not really much to talk about but basically like was it two weeks ago or like last week um like Cardi and Nicki I don't know what was going on but like Cardi being through her shoe and Nicki Minaj and I was like and everyone was like oh they should be lady they shouldn't do that I was like no girl I was like no honey I was like if you bring smoke you're gonna get smoking it <laughs> yeah uh, I just had to say that guys but uh, yeah and also now Drake and Meek are friends that means that people can rebuild their friendships even though I was just like Nicki Minaj just going to be so annoyed but yeah they're like friends now so that's good and lastly um I don't know okay I'm not really into tennis yeah but I only watch it sometimes when Serena's playing and like obviously they've been really, they have were really harsh to her she couldn't wear what was she? What did she get points for? she got points you can speak and speak. Oh. <laughs>
1: she got points for them saying her coach was coaching them.
0: yeah yeah so she got points for saying that her coach was coaching her and then she went up to the like is an umpire um, yeah. and was just like you know i don't cheat to win i'd rather lose and and before that she got in trouble because she wore like a catsuit so she wore like a tutu and it's all it's just all a bit much for my sis yeah like <laughs> it's all a bit much like so they need to leave her alone but anyway she's still the greatest but yeah that's all i have for news we don't care about let's start the show <laughs> So as you guys know, every month I like to kind of stalk people on Instagram or like find women that I think are really inspiring and I think oh like, what do they do I want to know a bit more about them and sometimes I know these people sometimes I don't know them but this month I actually know the guests like I'm not it's not like I've trolled their page <laughs> so <laughs> so basically like a few years ago we um I used to like I actually used to run like I actually used to run <laughs> so I used to do, like 5k 10ks and I used to be a part of a group called and I remember one time some girl came in, and I was like, right, boy, she's got level one, she's coming in looking fancy, like, who is this girl? Like, who is this girl? And I just remember, like, I think um, a week, uh, two weeks before us, uh, two weeks after I started, it was the London Marathon, and I just saw her coming. I was like, right, there's that girl. I was like, there's that girl, like, rush? Right, she's did the marathon. So, yeah, like, out, out for the adoption, and um, I just want everyone says. say a big welcome to the lovely Candy. Hello. Hi,
1: everyone. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to actual people
0: like see No, but literally. But yeah, so like Candy and I used to go run them crew and it was and it was really good because it was good to see people that looked like you that ran because no one didn't run. That is so true. That is so true. And when I first walked in there, I was like, Ruh, there's big black people here, boy. Yeah (laughs) I was like, So what? They actually run and then I saw like black girls walking in and I was like, I need to be their friends. (laughs) I need to be their friends.
1: It's in, it was important to see it Trust and not me. see it in a way of like ah oh, we're doing the Olympics but just day to day because I we before random maybe perhaps I didn't look but I never saw black women running in the street where running where I still where? don't like, I
0: like, don't see anyone running anywhere <laughs> where are you running to even it. my mum was like you need to stop doing that you need it. to stop doing this that and I was like mummy she was like no this is every it. week you're going and you're running on the street <laughs> and I was like but it's good there, but it was good though Can I remember? like you went to Berlin to mm. run. You went to Paris. Like it was really good. Like, and they still do it now. But obviously, I don't. I don't go because I'm really lazy now. Yeah. But um, but yeah, if you if you're into running, you should definitely go to the running crew. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I just want to introduce the lovely Candy Canto Candy Candies. Can you imagine? Am <laughs> I'm, I rude? <laughs> so okay. So I was trying to pronounce your surname, but I I, I don't want to say. It. Is it breathweight No, breathweight
1: breathweight, breath-weight. Yeah. Breath-weight. Everyone says Braithwaite because it that's how it's usually spelled. B R A I, but mine is B R A T H which is a very common bajan um, oh, I was a Bajan surname. And my grandparents on my mum's side are from Barbados, so I carry that name. Um my dad's name was Brown, but I can't be bothered. She said that. I
0: can't be bothered, I'm done. Really
1: <laughs> I'm just like I'm So good. do you have
0: a double barrel name you just
1: Yeah, my on my birth certificate I'm Candice Brown Brathwaite but now I just go by Candice Brathwaite and then everyone's asking when are you going to go by Papa B's name which is a and I'm just like bruh
0: we've (laughs) just about taught people the Brathwaite and we just (laughs) one step at (laughs) a time can you imagine so Candice Mm. is um, a mother of two and she's like a cool (laughs) mum like proper cool mom she ain't that she's not like our mom that is walk around like planting on their head <laughs> like, like she's a very very cool mom she's a writer and she's like i would i don't I, would you call of an influencer yeah okay Unfor- so.
1: unfortunately okay. I, i'm i'm guessing you'll go deeper into that lane yeah but i say unfortunately just because <sighs> influencer that is cool for now and it's no honestly it's it's all right and it's a really good way to make money but i just want people to understand that you better have a more plan behind b. You. yeah
0: plan b because yeah. this
1: influencer bubble will burst so it's jiggy to be doing your paid partnerships now but what's your five year ten year plan because yeah. this ain't it
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm done
1: so i take the title for now just because i think that's ha- e- the easiest way to say it but i wouldn't want to be called that in like five years okay
0: yeah And she's also the founder of Motherhood Diverse.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, her son is crying. Do you want to go and tend to him? No, he's fine. Are you sure? Okay. He's
1: just doing bits. Especially because he knows we're recording now. Can you imagine? Let me hear, let me hear. Pardon. No, it's an attention cry
0: yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) I got worried there, boy, because the last thing you need to neglect. (laughs) Okay. So I always ask everyone um, to introduce themselves and then describe themselves in three words.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. In three words. I'm really loyal. I'm loyal to a place of difficulty. And I'm loyal in a way where I I expect too much from other people. I'm trying to work through that. But I'm also like, I don't like the way it's almost seen as trendy to, to be like, oh, no new friends, or you know, I'm understanding that my I have to be flexible with my loyalty. But I've, i've deaded 12 year friendships over things that i think right if the roles were reversed Mm. i would have had you in a way you did not have me but as i get older i'm like people make mistakes people change i know i do and i shouldn't really hold people to that but so i'm fiercely loyal i would i'm mad hard working but in a very schizophrenic way (laughs) like nothing is streamlined and my husband tells me all the time, he's like, Ra, you work messy. Like, how are you doing these 10 things and you're looking after these kids? And I'm not an attention to detail type person. I'm like, so someone will be like, oh, do you have home insurance? And I just look at him, I'm like, you best know the details. <laughs> I don't. I'm out here trying to
0: deal with the bigger picture. I'm telling you. You lot
1: better have the fine print. So I'm really hardworking, even though it is chaotic. And
0: method to the madness.
1: This is it. And I'm homely. i don't know if it's a pisces thing but it takes a lot for me to leave my house i can like i like to the older i get i'm like the money i would have spent going to ibiza i would spend (laughs) that on a coffee table oh okay okay you know i'm like are you really gonna spend on but i'm like no home literally is where the heart is and i want my kids after school to come home to a place they enjoy because i didn't really have that growing up so now I'm in this position, I'm like, I want them to come home and be like, right, this is where I live. Or and to nice. want it's to pretty. bring their, kid, yeah, their bring friends friend. around. Yeah. This is it. So yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. And also you have to describe yourself. So like, who you are, oh. let them know. Uh, even, though I, even, though I <laughs> inter- even though I introduced her and he says, Introdu- introduce herself.
1: Yeah, I'm a mother of two, um, my daughter's four, my son's five months. I'm the co-founder of an online initiative called Make Motherhood Diverse which is just trying. when i had esme and i jumped on instagram i didn't see black parenting at all like i didn't see it represented and even when i did catch it it was from the whole vibe of single black baby mother oh, you know all the yeah. negative usual stuff
0: Shout out her kid at the gate
1: this is it <laughs> and i was like rah, where where do we get to see ourselves equally represented when we decide to have kids i don't see it So, a friend and I started Make Motherhood Diverse. We're coming up to our one-year anniversary. I I
0: know. Oh, wow.
1: And it's done so, so well. And it's made bigger parenting influencers, who are not of colour, realise that perhaps we need to make more room at the table. Mm. That's really important. I present a bit online. I'm trying to write my first book, but Jesus, it's a lot of You know I'm literally
0: going to say to you, like, is she going to write a book? Is she going to write a book? Is she going to write a book? You should. It'll be good.
1: I'm trying. Do you know what? Again, you might go into it later, but I come from a publishing background. So after having Esme, I went to work for Penguin Random House oh, yeah, in marketing. Dead, yeah. And publishing up is the last thread of media to catch up with the pace of time. Like someone would say they've got a wicked book idea January 2017, and you're not going to read that book till January 2020. That's how long publishing takes. Oh, like, wow. between getting an agent, getting the deal, finding the right editor, doing like 10 manuscripts, three years can pass, and this book is not on the shelf yet. And to me, I'm just like, Jesus, that's long. Like, this is it especially in the times we live in if you find someone on insta you like you want to read their thing now today this is it who's got are they they even going to be on insta will there be insta in three years it's 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 a very so yeah i'm trying to write my first book and i recently got management and we're trying to like work with tv companies to perhaps get a show
0: oh it's more presented
1: i always whisper them bits i'm like because i don't want to end up with egg on my face but again like i said it's not just the influencer thing
0: yeah
1: i want to use social media to get off social media that makes sense no i hear that i don't want my career to be dependent on an app
0: yeah Yeah. because that app brushes today it's peak
1: The app crashed the other day for like half an hour. I don't know if you realised. No. And like WhatsApp was popping off. Everyone was like, bruv, I've got an ad going out tomorrow. Who wants to live like that? Yeah, it's
0: true. No, it's true. On edge. That's literally on edge.
1: (laughs) This is it. This is it. And of course, it's not going to fold because Facebook and that, they're they're worth so much. And they know the infrastructure now. But as the people who depend on it to like pay their bills. It's very nerve-wracking to be like, right, if this
0: pops tomorrow... That's it. What's up? Yeah. So, yeah. Eek. Wow. And what is... And cause scared, I always ask everyone what their philosophy is. So what do you believe in? And what do you live by? Yeah. Wow. Wow,
1: what do I believe
0: in? It doesn't have to be, like, religion or, like... Because yeah. you know, don't believe in God, but I'm um, just in general, like, you know, the, like, the... You're, like... Is it, like... Not, not mature, not, like... Yeah. Like, your way of life. For, yeah, yeah,
1: like wow i believe in just for as long as i'm on this earth like re- pushing limits in terms of showing black women what they can do and then also pushing the limits with the idea of like white supremacy
0: yeah like, you don't play I, games with that no, I <laughs> <do>. <laughs> when i read your captions i'm like can't this is to someone today <laughs>
1: like i'm really like no we've been doing this for too long Like, and yes, we've had slavery. Yes, we're far behind, but there's a lot we need to do as black people to work better as a community. But there's also things white people need to stop doing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like touching my head. Do you
1: know what I mean? (laughs) You guys need to stop doing certain things to make it easier for us. But then to turn it into ourselves, there are things we need to stop doing. Like the way I, and I can speak freely because I'm speaking to another black woman on this podcast, but the way I watch white women cape for each other like, they'll be doing a whole bag of nonsense online, yeah? <laughs> but then you'll click on these profiles and they've got half a million followers. Why? Because all their white brethren are Unfo- like, follow Becky, yeah, follow Le- Deckey, yeah, it's follow true. No, it's doing true. Doing nonsense. It's true. Whereas your black sister could be out here giving her heart and soul and can't get that kind of audience yeah. because we have been taught by the issue of white supremacy to not promote each other mm. because there's not enough seats at the table, everyone can't eat at the same time. So and true. all of this yeah. is a lie. It's yeah. all a lie. But I think it's been pressed upon us so heavily that we're now scared to get on Instagram and be like, oh, shout out my sister. Yeah, it's true. Or yeah. follow. If
0: someone says to you, our pulse is picked from you, you're like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, <laughs> do you What's die? Are you going to die? Yeah, it yeah. It? no, it's so true. This is it. So true. Whereas,
1: those the the way I see white women operate they're like yeah you know and they ain't even got to be close friends yeah. they're like
0: yeah you're like yeah I'll put up for you follow her <laughs> yes
1: yes because <laughs> history has taught them they're all gonna eat Not like true. this one sharing this one don't mean that this one don't get a job whereas history has shown us that in certain offices there's only one of us Mm. when we go to certain places people will be looking at us different so i understand how now we look at each other and we're like wait we're always in competition but my ethos is really to be like no we're gonna get some equality today and not just equality equity like you're gonna start with giving me a fair share and then i want my daughter and my son to grow up in a place where they just don't see those barriers that's
0: true Yeah. yeah so okay you are mother of two and congratulations on RJ I'm like I I remember I saw the picture I was like Candice is pregnant again I was literally like swear (laughs) down how did I miss this and then RJ came I was like oh my gosh she's a mom of two because like me and Candice are the same age so I always think what am I doing (laughs) like Candice is getting up and I'm still dancing on tables listen i was actually like oh my days like no honestly congratulations so like how's it been with baby number two i can imagine mm. it's like a whole new world
1: it is when we had esme we were piss poor like wow. we're not where we want to be financially yet but we were poor like we had her on a wish and a prayer it was one of them ones <laughs> where it's like Okay, we're gonna have this baby and we're just gonna make do. See what happens. But literally it would be she's on her last nappy and we're calling friends for money. Yeah. Like we were electric meter always in minus. Like and this was Esme's only four. So this is only four years ago. This is what's so funny. And this is why I try And you're to
0: so talk. open about it as well, that's oh, so good. I got <laughs>
1: J- JSA was my best friend. I don't have nothing to hide. And I don't hide it because I'm like, I want people to see that even if at the time you feel like you're making a really hard decision, your life can change in 24 hours mm. and you do not know what lays ahead of you. So try not to make decisions based on what you see now because it won't always be that way. I can't imagine me not having her and then life growing in the way it has and I didn't have my child. Yeah. Like, I'm glad we took the long, hard road. But now having RJ, we've gone from running out of nappies. Now he's sponsored by Pampers in four years.
0: Nah, levels done changed.
1: <laughs> in four, do you know? What I mean, he's got sh- in abundance. I think. What did we buy? Honestly, every single thing. The only thing we bought for RJ is his cot. The pram was free. The high chair was free. The bottles were free. The clothes were free. Like brands were just like take it oh here you go yeah this is it Aww. and i was like raw to come from such poverty with my first child and now for my second child to not know that not that my first child knows it but rj's just a child of abundance yeah and it's like it's very different and having children when you're stressed about money can really take a toll on your relationship as well but this time round, and because I know how babies work, like he's crying now, but I know he's crying because he's teething and he's not napping. Whereas Esme, I would have run up them stairs and be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know. Nah. I think
0: the second child is kind of, you're a bit more lenient because you've done it before, so you kind of know what's happening. So like, you're not going to like be like, oh my gosh, I'm in pain, I'm going to hospital right this
1: now. Is it. <laughs> this is it. But then like you were saying about, you know, you, uh, you were saying, oh, what are you doing? Everything happens to everyone at their own time. And people need to understand, before I had kids, I was reckless. Like, I was the Cardi B before Cardi (laughs) B knew she was Cardi B. Like, I was living. I was doing bear madness. Like, I had bear, I would say, really difficult relationships, like boyfriends, very problematic. And it got to a point where I would say kids perhaps saved my life. Because if I was still acting the way I was acting back then, I might not be here, so...
0: You were just, just doing road.
1: Listen!
0: Can you imagine? You were just doing road. No, you were doing road. You were doing road. So, like, okay, with me, like, I love children, like... And I can't wait to be a mom, like... And I love I love going on Instagram and, like, watching the mums, like, mm. the cool mums. But I remember, like, I always... OK, I follow, like, mothers of daughters, and I follow... I, I can never say her name, probably, but she's the one that's... You've got the sticker on your laptop, Miss, Monsieur... Mercer. Monsieur. Mercer, Monsieur. Monsieur. Yeah,
1: yeah, Monsieur. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie, Carrie, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like
0: Mother Pucker, <laughs> like... I watched like i literally follow them i troll them basically I but then i can't i was so obsessed with them but then one day i realized i'm not these people like mm. i don't come from the same place that they come from like i don't live in the type of house that they, that they live in like i'm not them mm. i'm literally not them and then like so like i started paying more attention to your page because i thought Candice is who like Candice has come from where i've come from Candice has like the same culture that i have yeah. like and it, it just made me think you know what like there's not many of you online. There's literally not many of you online. But it, took, but it took a while for me to realize that, Christopher, you can't be obsessed with these women because you're not them. Mm. You're not them. And I just thought, and like, Candice, you'll talk about things. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, and then like, like you being like a dark woman and like you'd wear red lipstick, I was like, if Candy's can wear the red lipstick, I'm wearing red lipstick. I'm just no—that's like, literally what it was. It's like, and I thought, and I can—I literally admired you from then. I was just like, "Oh my days!" Like, and she's, and then I admired how open you were because some mums won't—they were, won't still like black like covers like, because we're so taught like, is it your, is it their business? Why are you telling yeah, them for? We're yeah. so used to kind of like enclosing. Yeah. So like when you started to become like a mum lifestyle blogger and telling your stories, I was like, "That's my girl." <laughs> I was, like, that's my girl. So like. But then, obviously, you become becoming a mum blogger. Like, mm. how did it kind of happen overnight? Like, how, how did you decide, I'm going to become a mum blogger? Because before, you used to do the tea time. And I was yeah. like, this is cool. But then, it's proper, like, now it's just, like, all, like, mums are us sort of thing.
1: Yeah. How did I decide? I didn't even decide. It chose me. This isn't an avenue that I would have stepped into willingly. Because I think behind the scenes, people don't know, it's a very bitchy world. It's very bitchy. The world... From what I've seen of mummy blogging, it's very bitchy. It's very doggy. dog I just think
0: they're a bit harsh on each other. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, or, like, sometimes I would read, like, mothers or daughters' comments, and I'm like, bruvs, who are they talking to like that? Like, I just think, how can they talk to someone like that? And what's
1: so funny So is, judgmental.
0: Do you have your own kids?
1: <laughs> what's so funny <laughs> is, uh, the thing that people would say would make it hard for me to crack the atmosphere being black is what also saves me. Because people can't chat greasy on my they page can't. like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who are
1: you talking to because I'll pull up everyone in the comments I'll just be like oh grr. like I am here like you already know where exactly. I'm from so don't be, do like don't I try don't me. have like an aura to protect I'm like like I'm not no offence I love I love Kemi. I love those mums but I'm not them so I will back chat you. Yeah. we will I'll who be like to? send me your postcode <laughs> drop me the pin <laughs> like we will send me your location <laughs> this is, this send me your it. location so i feel like that's why i don't get that kind yeah. those kind of comments because people already know they're like oh no she's not gonna yeah and also like papa b always says he always says he doesn't have a brand to protect and even though i do my brand is always authentic like
0: yeah you're just real about this it this is yeah. it
1: so i didn't even mean to become a mum blogger but i just found like women like you and white women with. Becoming very obsessed with watching our family because you don't even see it on TV. Yeah, you
0: don't. Where's a black nuclear family on TV? The only program I remember watching was my wife and kids. This is it. That's the only oh, one. And it's gone now. And this it's just is like, it. you just don't see it no more. In Black
1: Britain, where do we see ourselves represented as mum, dad, two happy kids living in one house? You don't see yeah. it. So I was like, rah. If we don't see it and I'm living it, this is what I'm gonna keep pushing. Even if, like, the me of five years ago, I never would believe that this is what I'm trying to sell people. But now I'm here, I'm like, yeah, because I don't even see it as a kid. So I'm like, if that's what mummy blogging needs, I'm here to stay. But I would say to people, be mindful about it because it's a harsh atmosphere. I
0: can imagine. And Mum's
1: Net trolls are real. (laughs) Like, they're very real. Yeah,
0: like, I even, because I followed Mum's Net. Because when I used to work in PR, like, I think we used to work with them for something. And sometimes i go on there and I kind of think, oh, my yeah. days. Yeah. You can't speak to people like this. This is it.
1: This is... People will make up whole threads about you. I don't look for them just because I I'm, I can be quite sensitive. And yeah, like,
0: and I wouldn't Google myself. This is yeah, it. I'm not doing yeah. that.
1: Whereas Papa B, he Googles everything. This He's is. like, who's chatting Greece?
0: <laughs> Who am I messaging? <laughs> Who am <about> I emailing? <laughs>
1: Um, oh I'm like babe you don't have to he's like no yes I do because they don't know you and even though you're too tired to always take up this fight I'm gonna and I'm like but at the same time why bother yeah why bother
0: just leave them to I've never in on. my
1: life ever gone online and 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 chat whack about someone mm. I just don't understand where that
0: comes from or the time you must have or he's like just commenting on a person's page it's like go away this is it this
1: just is go it. away but yeah
0: yeah, yeah. can you imagine so has it been easy going into like these white spaces and just being yourself because you're like you're like you're proper South London so no do you know what I mean you're like proper South London raised in Brixton like don't tell me nothing so so I can imagine you. because sometimes when I'm like talking to people yeah like if I've emailed someone I have to like change my tone mm. or if, like if someone like does something I don't like it I have to remember I can't be rude to this person to a certain yeah. degree so I have to kind of humble myself so because yeah. what where, where did you go that time and I think you took I think you took the vase or you took something. did you take a vase? <laughs> and I was like, That's my girl. <laughs> and I was that like was... go into these places and take the stuff. <laughs> that was Giovanna Fletcher's dinner with Avon. <laughs> I, like, I, I was like, No. She's finding a good light and she's taking the vase. I love it. But I think that's what I think that's what Denzel Washington's wife does. I think she goes every, anywhere she goes to an event, she takes a vase with her. And I'm like,
1: Yeah. But was fully like, what are you gonna do? They were like, we're throwing, it. throwing them. Did no. you see? I was like, no, you ate. Do you know how much I paid for Fred in my house? Yeah. Like,
0: I'm taking all the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking them with me.
1: Do you know what? I don't even. Again, because I started as myself, I just don't feel away. I'm like, I, d- I don't have anything to prove. You guys already know what it is. I think if I started as trying to be something I'm not and the veil kept slipping, I'd feel uncomfortable but they know what it is and also i don't hide the fact that i went to brit school of performing arts so to a level i'm media trained to a level as much as i'm cardi b in certain areas yeah i know that i have to walk in there and deliver a certain thing just because i need to protect my bag yeah. i need to get my i can't always pop off because certain brands then won't work with yeah, me. That's true. that affects my money there are other ways i have to deal with things But moving in white spaces, it can be uncomfortable. Because you're always code switching, like you said with the emails, you're having to check your tone, or you when someone upsets you, you don't want to respond cause angry black woman. Yeah, I don't want to get classed as aggressive. It's true. And I'm always thinking about things like that. But for the most part, I try to I try to be myself.
0: Aww. Yeah, yeah. So that brings me to um, make motherhood diverse. Yeah. So do you feel you created um because of like, women weren't color, like, women of color, sorry, mm. like weren't being represented or. Did you feel like they weren't being seen as much as they should be?
1: Yeah, both. And it's so funny, not just women of colour, when we launch, I realised it's not just white there are white mums who feel the same because single white mothers aren't spoken about. White mums that are single, where, where's, really see their, them? Oh, yeah, where's really their space? Them? Yeah. disabled mums where's their space how often do you see an advert with a mum in a wheelchair or something you don't and that really made me check my privilege because I'm out here like and I I will go on record and say and people can fight me on this that no one in the world has it as hard as a black woman I will go on record and say (laughs) that. And I've got my receipts for saying so. But the way the infrastructure of the world is built, you don't even get to see black women. We are beneath the soil, holding up everyone else. So black woman is here, then the black man is on top of us, and so on and so on (laughs) and and so on. That's true. We are right at the bottom. So with all of that going on, I was just like, oh, I don't see black women. But it made me check my privilege, because I'm not in a wheelchair. I'm able-bodied. I can move. But there are women with no limbs being mums. Where do you see that? And so when we launch, this is exactly. And the thing is, I like when people say that because we don't have to think about people. We're taught to just put our heads down and get on with our lives. But I think once it's brought to your attention, you're like, "Right, I never see that." And how must they feel? As much as I only see one black woman a year on TV living in Great Britain, when do I see a disabled mum of any colour in an advert to do with kids? you don't see it. So when we launched Make Motherhood Diverse and them stories started flooding in, even today, actually, there's a woman taking over the Make Motherhood Diverse Insta and she lives on oxygen 24-7. So she's attached to her oxygen tank 24-7. She's got three kids. Her youngest is seven months. She's got a colostomy bag because she's got Crohn's disease. So she can't use the toilet by herself. And she's got three kids. She's got (laughs) Like, oh. <laughs> like she's got 24% lung function so she has to be on oxygen tank 24 7 or she'll die and the Crohn's disease has messed up her insides so she can't use the toilet by herself oh. and I'm like so if not for make motherhood diverse when would you have ever have got the chance to tell your story and share how it is for you yeah. so now make motherhood diverse is at a point that when the time is right because the time will come I will step away from that platform I'll forever be the founder but that is going to go on to do its own thing because that platform doesn't need anyone's ego that platform is for women who don't get to see themselves and whether it be a charity whether we get to a point where we become an agency that brands can tap and say we need a woman in a wheelchair in this cowport advert because that's how I'm thinking that would be amazing but yeah
0: that's why that is that is is crazy oh my god so how does it work so what do like how do women kind of like submit stories do they they, like through dms or is it through email anyway
1: dm email and like we're really anonymous we're really safe whatever the person has sent in we do not edit it even spelling mistakes because I'm like even if this is you proving that you know you don't spell very well I'm not going to edit that Yeah, this is your space we are just the people that press send you know, um, to
0: the world, a yeah. bit
1: like we always looked at. I don't know if you know Humans of New York. Oh
0: yeah, I love that page. That was I follow our. Them. Yeah, I follow them. Yeah, yeah. we were like, story. this
1: is it. We were like, we want to be like the motherhood version of that. We're not here to edit people or tell them what they're saying is right or wrong. We're just here to give them a platform, and
0: that's it. Aww. And see where it goes. Yeah. Oh. And... So we did talk about this before. Like, obviously, your Instagram page has grown like massively. Mm. You've got like over twenty thousand followers. Mm. So. Obviously this word influencer. Would you call yourself an influencer and like has it worked been influ- has it worked being an influencer for you and creating content?
1: Woo Woo girl! <laughs> I know y'all y'all on a timer on this podcast oh, so, boy, this could be a book <laughs> I just feel like A I no, I'm not gonna lie. And this again I wanna make this clear. I didn't become an influencer by accident. When I was working in publishing, and this was in 20... Because you worked
0: for Penguin, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. And this that was, was, was that before
1: Esme? Or after Esme. Okay, after so it. this was 2014, 2015. Influencer marketing was just becoming a thing. So I was on the phone all day to these mummy bloggers with big platforms going, ah, would you talk about this book? And then they'd come back to me saying, yeah, for £300 and I was like okay I was just I was doing my job but slightly making notes because I was like right you know and then I'm on their Instagram and I'm seeing how many ads they're doing a week and I'm doing all the maths and I'm yeah. like and I can't see my kids like this is not making sense to me and then one day I, I just handed them my resignation
0: because the pool but I know how much you love that job because I remember that like the the hurdles I remember the process I literally watched you and I thought she's quit the job i was like no she did not quit penguin
1: because the thing is penguin like everyone knows penguin there are so few black women in publishing like i felt like i was taking a massive l i was like you dickhead what have you done but the other half of me was like you've seen a gap in this influencer market you know there are no other black mums really coming hard mm. what are you going to do what are you going to do so i quit my job papa b was hella mad because now we're back to being <laughs> poor again he's like you fool you know he's nigerian he's <laughs> like you've quit your good good job to do youtube Can you <laughs> that's literally what
0: it is <laughs> he was like of mouthful they don't like, get really? it they don't get it they don't Whereas get
1: it i saw the bigger picture but i knew it would take a while and so i just started to like cre- try to create better content and try and grow an audience and it took ages because i would say hand on heart i haven't really got to a place of being able to exhale until this year and that's what people don't understand i've not financially that's a while. gone it's not like three years then Girl. i've not gone Ruh, i think i'm in the clear until this year so I want and I want people to know that because I'm not one of these people that are going to bullshit and be like oh it all happened by accident it wasn't no, no last accident <laughs> like I went into debt I took a massive risk but I just knew I was like but no one else is doing this yeah no one else that it's looks true. like me, me is doing yeah, this true. so and I knew him I was like this has to work like it has to work and I only got management three months ago I only got management three months. How did ago. you find
0: management? Did they find you? Or did you no.
1: <laughs> this is what I got. It's good all the time. <laughs> so, um, RJ was five weeks old, five weeks, and I had a C-section, um, and I got invited to Mother of Daughters book launch, oh. and it was my first time out, and I wasn't even gonna go because five weeks, I was like, come on, girl, yeah. but I, I just wanted to free up a bit i went and i got sat next to this woman called michelle kennedy who i didn't know she's the founder of an app called peanut and peanut oh yes, is yeah. like tinder for say, mums i was about to
0: say i just i've heard of that yeah. person's name before yeah i
1: got sat next to her we got chatting and she was like you don't have management and i was like girl now i'm flying by the seat of my pants <laughs> and she she took out her phone on site and emailed her management and was like, I've met this wicked woman, you need to, like, on site. And then within a month, her management represented me. And I look at my money sheet now, and I think in three months, we've cleared 50K in revenue, in fr- like, babe. And let me tell you, that is not something I would have been able to pull off by myself. Yeah. And when I first met them, they were like, What do you want? I was like, Well, I want a career in TV and publishing. But I said, For the immediate, I said, in 12 months, I need to bust 100k. And that was a very... I know to some people, that's like, right, you're really talking big. No, I've been broke for three years.
0: So you need to like get the 100k. Like
1: because when you do that 100k by three years that still ain't shit do you know what i mean and i'm now living backwards i'm trying to pay back
0: back so i'm just like
1: i need to clear 100k after tax what we are we really uh, what are we doing (laughs) and and it's so funny they looked at me they didn't even blink of course they
0: don't blink because it's normal to them because it's normal to them
1: she was just like "Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you're like,
1: and I'm there thinking oh, yeah. I'm doing bits. My chest yeah. is high, I'm like a hundred k. And they're like, eh, we got you. Yeah, yeah. trust And me. they really mean that because it's like every day there's an opportunity coming through, and they're just showing me and this is why again it's a bit difficult but as black women you have to be around white privilege yeah. to level up
0: Trust because me. the
1: way they deal with money the it's way different. they think about things and we're here like
0: oh a bit timid wow, yeah wow, yeah wow. yeah
1: no, no. i'll do it for 50 pound
0: yeah no <laughs> this is it, it when she
1: found out what i was quoting brands before management she was <laughs> like oh girl she was like, you poor thing, but I didn't know any better. Do you know what I mean? And the influencer world is very secretive. Yeah, no
0: one will tell you how No much. one's yeah. gonna tell
1: you what they're charging. It's that's true. just not what they do. Yeah. When she told me my base rate, I was like yeah. oh, <laughs> God, you shit to yeah, I was like, Oh, okay. So that's how I got management and I would say having management has just Now in a business sense. Because it's one thing to watch someone's Instagram be like, Oh, they're doing a partnership with this person and that but if they ain't got the right guidance, you ain't making no money. Mm. It doesn't matter who you're partnering with, because these brands want to save their money. Yeah. They're not gonna come to you and be like, This is our budget, what can you do? They're gonna be like, What do you charge? Yeah. And if per partnership you charge two hundred and fifty pounds, yeah
0: you're not really making money yeah you're not
1: by the time you bust that on a good camera or a photographer for all these bloggy bloggy photos yeah. you're, not, you're losing you're money lose, no it's true so yeah sorry i right. went off track right. there. <laughs> but i would say yeah i didn't this this is not a this growth is not a trick i've just put my head down and i will i will raise up my chest and still say that i don't think my following's anywhere where it should be for the work that i do it's not but i also have to acknowledge that i'm still a black girl mm. a very very black girl <laughs> in a space who are just warming up yeah. to the idea and also i'm a i'm a black girl in a community that's still not very supportive of
0: course yeah like they're thinking why is she doing that like why is she doing that like, like-
1: and i get that i get that from black women in my dms all the time
0: all the time seriously black
1: women coming to my dms on a tip of yeah but what you know we understand what you're trying to do but why do you have to chill with white mums to make this happen like why can not you and i'm just like wow because as much as i know we suffer racism i don't live in a black world you know yeah exactly i still well, have yeah. to operate with people of all races and colors yeah. but yeah a lot of the hardest messages come from women that look exactly like me <laughs>
0: Give me strength. Oh gosh. So, like, do you feel? Hmm, do you feel like hashtag InstaMoms get a lot of stick? Because I remember reading like an article. I think I was at work, and someone left a Grazia magazine on, and I was flicking through it. And then they talked. And they talked about uh, mothers of daughters had left Instagram, mm. but then, it, but then on the other side, her husband d- doesn't get any. Doesn't get much stick. So I kind of felt like, do you feel like, uh, like you know, people have a lot to say especially because I think she kept because she kept on putting up paid ads but I thought how is she going to survive if she doesn't do the that's why she does this that's her job now like yeah she's a midwife but that's also her job so do you feel like do you like have you got stick from it as well or do you think people like come and say oh you're always doing an ad oh ad I'm, I'm, I'm following you uh, I
1: don't think I get stick for it because the time early this year when the ads started coming through a lot I done a whole post saying hi guys I'm going to be doing bare ads because I'm broke <laughs>
0: you literally set the tone
1: like like I I did a whole post I was like I'm broke you lot are gonna see more ads and you can go from now yeah because for all the people saying oh I'm unfollowing you what's so funny about that (laughs) is you will enjoy people's free content you will key, key at the jokey videos yeah. if people are inspiring you for free you're there yeah. but the minute you see the average joe making money everyone acts funny just weird and that's like that's so disgruntling to me because i'm like any platform especially a platform like mother of daughters how many of you have followed her for years before yeah, she started doing ads? exactly and now the ads are coming in it's very offensive to you why
0: why? I thought when I saw her pregnant up the twins, I was like, oh my gosh, she's got these twins. What? They're so beautiful. This is I don't even think about the ad. I just this think, oh, okay.
1: Like, why? And on top of that, it happens to me a lot. So, someone will follow me today. <laughs>
0: And not know
1: my past they yeah. won't scroll back they won't know that i always talk about being piss poor and all of that they'll just see my yard today <laughs> and then get vexed at me doing that ad tomorrow because they're like but look where you live and i'm like "Bruh, scroll back yeah scroll back to summer late in the state and tell me <laughs> that i can't do ad like are you <laughs> yeah no it's true and oh, and the same house that you admire how do i maintain it how do i maintain <laughs> and especially as a black woman please don't come please don't come for minorities doing ads it's hard enough for us to even get,
0: get an ad, ad. <laughs> get get an ad thank you very much
1: and the way ads work the higher the engagement on an ad other brands then go raw i want to work with this influencer yeah. so i make anytime i see ad now i make it my business to comment <laughs> i'm like yes i dash out the likes i dash out the comments yeah. because i'm like i know someone else could be watching you and I want everyone to get paid exactly because even the mother of daughters, you don't know her history. It's true, yeah, it's true, yeah. Again, we come into their lives at this moment. and think we, you don't know anything, so I'm like, no, no don't
0: do
1: that. Yeah. So yeah, Insta mums do have it. Insta mums do have it rough, but a few of them could be reminded of their privilege from time to time. <laughs> if I'm on, if I'm yeah. honest, if I'm
0: honest, yeah. Gosh. That's <laughs> <laughs> right so childbirth Oh Jesus! so I know the first time you had um you had esme like Mm. I know it was quite hard quite Mm. difficult I was trying to like research the thing I thought I don't understand what this is Mm. I'm going to ask when I see her because what was it sepsis sepsis yeah
1: so sepsis is when your body gets an infection and then uh sepsis is created by that infection it tries to fight that infection but it ends up fighting your own blood supply and the thing about sepsis is my dad died of sepsis it's really common it's really common but it's hard to identify i had i had 21 hours of labor with esme
0: 21 21
1: induced hours and what's interesting about that when you're induced they put you on a hormone called pitocin which is actually found in rat poison girl and it spikes your heart (laughs) what it spikes your heart rate and tricks your body into believing you're in labor. So basically, it just frightens the baby into coming out. The baby feels under attack. The baby's like, right, everything's changing in here. I need to get out. Esme was like, this is fake. Y'all can keep <laughs> trust. I, you're lying.
0: You're it. lying.
1: We don't believe you. <laughs> this is it. So after 21 hours, you need to get to 10 centimeters to push a baby out. After 21 hours with no food or water, i had dilated to one centimeter and they were like we're gonna keep you on this strip for 12 more hours to get you to 10 i was like (laughs) i lost my mind by then i was like (laughs) y'all ain't doing shit you're gonna cut this baby out because the other thing pitocin does is it makes contractions way more intense so if you're looking at a contraction machine normal contractions are like 50 to 60 my contractions were 120 to 130 what? i literally bit a chunk out of my nan's arm like she has a scar i it would. the pain was maddening. too maddening yeah. so c-section call. we go home a couple of days later she falls asleep on me she slides down my whole c-section wound got infected that infection infected my blood which led to sepsis By the time I got to hospital, I was almost in septic shock. So, septic shock, it's so hard to come back from that. Trust me. They wheeled me down to surgery. They cleaned out infected pus the same amount as a supermarket bottle. So, 330ml of infected pus. Then I had to have eight tubes coming out of me, draining all um, the infected blood and pus that they couldn't reach. I didn't see Esme till she was like five weeks old so no my child way. was only like she was five days when I left and I didn't come home almost fighting fit till four or five weeks and even when I did come home my section scar was stapled together with 22 the proper metal staples like they use in school on the board Them sta- like when she came to take out the staples she came with the staple remover I'm see stopped at school. I'm
0: stopped no <laughs> no I'm going
1: and yeah it was yes yeah. you must have been in so much pain the pain the oh. And not just the pain, the emotional load of knowing you've got a full newborn at home, you're being rushed back to so hospital. So you were looking after What when... day? Hey, Papa B was. So my newborn's with him, and I know he can manage, but my newborn wants me. Yeah, like, of course, do you know yeah. I mean? She's not allowed to come and see me, by the way. Because of the infection rate, I was put in a hazard room. So everyone that came in literally had to come in with masks like they were in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like across my door it had like that biohazard Oh, tape. yeah. No one could like in. the infection level was that high i had to have bed bath everything she couldn't come to see me so i was only seeing her on my phone and stuff Aww. and it was the emotional toll of being separated from your newborn luckily she didn't latch on so i wasn't breastfeeding oh, okay because you can pass sepsis on through breast milk so if she hadn't been breastfeeding that'd it would have been a wrap for her that'd have
0: been another story
1: because newborns can't fight sepsis as yeah. well they're just too young so yeah it it was really rocky it was rocky to the point that when we found out i was pregnant with rj we had a proper sit down conversation about maybe an abortion big talk because you've got to think from papa b's angle he's only seen childbirth
0: aggressive so yeah yeah, so aggressive but you
1: almost died yeah and to him he's like what sense does it make to lose you and have kids that makes no sense we love our children but he knows me first he's like well if you're gonna die this
0: um, yeah, yeah I, I had it's that. not like it's not, not like it's not worth it, but it's is it worth the aggro? This yeah. is
1: it. And I was like, nah, we can do it. I I done hypnobirthing this time.
0: What's that?
1: It's like so you listen to like audio that tries oh. to hypnotize you, just into being calm. It was really helpful. And then in that time, we moved from London, and and we moved up to Milton Keynes. So my care changed, and the care outside of London is. Wonderful. They're not oversubscribed. I had the same midwife for the whole nine months. Aww. In London, I had like five midwives throughout Esme's pregnancy. Just because they're so busy. Uh, yeah. It's so crowded. But you can't
0: even bond like, you can't form a relationship with them. This
1: is it. The minute Milton Keynes heard what I've been through, they were like, Whatever you want, you get it. Aww. Just because that is such a they were like the fact you're even having another child, we have to respect that. So whatever you want, you get. For a while, I was going to be like, oh, let me try to do natural. And then it's like, yeah, but C-section is what you know. And to be honest, it was such a hard time. I just wanted to go in and come out knowing what's up. Yeah. Two weeks before, I was due to having, the date we wanted was too full. And then the only date on offer was my 30th birthday. I was like, Lord, you're... i I was like, you're stressing me. I'm mad. (laughs) You're stressing me. I (laughs) am mad. I was like, guys, my big, big 30th birthday. Can you imagine? And, And they were like, Within the time frame, you have to have an elective C-section. That was the only day available. So I was like, cool, let's do this. I have to say, it was absolutely wonderful. Oh, that's
0: good. That's good, like, yeah. It wasn't like, there wasn't like any, no, any complications. No, oh, that's good. I
1: would say, any birth is really painful. C-section, the first four days after, I wanted to die. You've been cut in half. Like, yeah. The, not only has your stomach been opened, they've then cut through your abdomen they've shifted your organs out of the way to get this baby out and then they've then sent you home with cocodamol and paracetamol.
0: <laughs> that's not enough that's not enough <laughs> even I know right. that.
1: So childbirth it's it's painful whatever way you do it but if the birth is smooth it's just
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and I can say that having one really bad one and one really with RJ, by the second week, I was out pushing him up and yeah, down. You live from your best friend. Like, eh.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: I was like, okay. I was like, I'm living. But with Esme and with so, Yeah.
0: So did that like So was the relationship different with the both of them, you know, because of because like you didn't get to see Esme for a long time. Like definitely. Do you think obviously I, I now it's probably like as normal, but how was it then? Because like that means you never breastfed Esme.
1: No. Yeah. It was definitely different.
0: Do you breastfeed now?
1: Yeah, I I breastfed RJ and I expressed a lot. And you you just said, you you know, it's probably all right now. It's not, you know. I treat Esme in a very, I wouldn't say rough, but I'm like, oh, she's a tough girl. Mm. She's got this. And I just, I think I tricked myself into believing that because she didn't have me them early days, and I'm like, Ruth, you can push through that as a baby. Like you're four now, take okay? you're yeah. in the game.
0: <laughs> I'm like, Get on with four. it. <laughs> Do you know
1: what I mean? Whereas with RJ, I'm very like, oh, oh
0: hugs, yeah.
1: And I hug and cuddle Esme, but I feel I'm a bit tough on her, just because we didn't have that bond, and it's sad because those early days they affected a lot. Now I look back, and I have to work extra hard to be soft with her. Because I'm
0: like, I don't want her to feel like there's a difference. Yeah, of her course, say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in terms of like your relationships with women in your family, mm. because people always say, oh, when you have a child, you become nicer to your mom because you know how it was. And I'm like, I always kind of think, does it? Because sometimes I'm like really rude to my mom, but I like, can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. like, I'm just, like you're mad annoying. <laughs> but then, and then, but I think if I have a child, I might be nicer to her. Like, I think, oh, you know what? This stuff is not easy. Like, and obviously, I'm, I'm aware that you weren't you weren't raised by your mum and your dad you were raised by your grandparents so i was kind of think oh did you get get like a better bond with them like
1: not at all i haven't spoken to my mum in a bit i think for me becoming a parent it just highlighted a lot of the trash my mum did honestly (laughs) you know me after that and i can talk like this because she knows this is how i feel and i'm like i respect her and i always tell her whenever we have an argument i'm like i respect you for giving birth to me but beyond that it's like you could have just dropped me off at an adoption center and i would have been jiggy because the things my mom has or hasn't done now i have kids i cannot wrap my head mm. around doing or not doing those things yeah. i'm like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. like the love i have for them you would have to kill me before certain things like yeah. that went down so i would i respect her more but I'm also like, rah. It's really, it really has shined the light on what she didn't do or mm. doesn't do, and we're all human. And I, I, I still have faith that one day she's gonna come round and be like, rah. I, I would like your forgiveness. That's the oh. point we're getting to. It, like, to woman to woman, it's like I value you as the person that gave birth to me, but you're slipping, and you still slip, and it's got to a point where. I can't really allow my kids around you because the slipping you did with me, you ain't about to do to it them. Friends. Like having Esme thinking you're coming and then you don't come. Like, no, oh, I'm okay. alright. Yeah, i yeah. um, You know, when you're ready to know that as a grandparent now, you've got a second chance and there's a way you could be living that could make up for how I feel. Until then, I'm
0: like. Mm. Sometimes, like your grand, yeah. Are your grandparents still around? Yeah, yeah. yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Are they like? on with like esme like my
1: nan is a one my nan you can call my nan now for for anything and she will just make magic happen and uh, again when i compare my mum to my nan and my granddad i'm like right that's parenting that's what real support is do you know what i mean and i I, i'm so grateful that i have them because i know there are people with a mum like mine who don't then have that and you're just out there in there's the world not by yourself. Yeah, Do you not know options. what I mean? Yeah. But I've got the best grandparents, and I would say parents in the world. So I'm okay. And my my, my nan now, it's like she's showing little signs of like dementia, oh. and we're all looking at her like like she's been the most powerful matriarch for all these years. Yeah. And to even think now that it's a time, the time is coming where we have to look after her, and she's not. My sister and I, we talk every day and we're like, right, we really got a woman up because the woman of the family is declining. So we've got to now be ready because our kids and my niece, they're looking at us like, what's What's up? This
0: is it. What's going on? This is it. Oh. Hmm. So in terms like, obviously I know now you work with loads of brands Mm -hmm. and you've done like loads of campaigns. Do you... Do you reach out to brands, or has has it has it mostly been like brands reaching out to you sort of thing, or has it been like um quite a balanced thing?
1: No, I think it will be ninety percent brands reaching out to oh, me, it? and it's this domino effect again. Like when when any brand sees you work with one brand, it then just go doo, 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 mm. doo. like the kind of brands like I've. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be out. So I'm working with John Lewis next month.
0: Yeah, John Lewis and partners, D- girl, girl. <laughs> I got the box of clothes upstairs, like yeah, honey, so like, see me out here, darling. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? So
1: it's just like wow. And a year ago, that would like I wouldn't even shop in John Lewis. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Look at
0: like, my stuff in there, you know. Yeah,
1: and like, I don't even mean the stuff price range. Yeah. I'm like John Lewis, mm-mm. Zara was my top end. Trust do you me. know what I mean? I'm like Zara okay. now.
0: It still is my top end. I'm like
1: Zara's my top like, end. treat
0: myself in Zara, where
1: <laughs> so no it's a domino effect and again I said it's the blessing of good management because even if I'm like oh these brands are coming to me I now have the kind of management that have links with certain brands so my management goes out and they're like right well, this is who we're representing what can you yeah. do and that's why I would say anyone working in social media whoever's got your back is very very important oh.
0: like, yeah. so what's been your favourite campaign so far?
1: oh my god oh my god my favourite campaign I would just do you know what just out of like the history of it all pampers
0: only because of
1: what it means to me and like I said but pampers
0: are expensive (laughs) I I don't have a child and I know that and I know pampers and wipes you will get through them like no man's business this is it
1: and it again it's that whole that circle of life thing where like we we could barely afford pampers with Esme and now to work with them I always use that as an example of how life can change. And like I said, try not to make a decision based on what you know now, because life can throw you some really good things and then you're like, but I could have had this as well. Yeah. And you didn't do it. So yeah. Hmm.
0: So you've created like a positive image for black women. And I love mm-hmm. it. Like when you didn't have children, did you think you'd be this kind of like cool mum on the gram? Like, because you're so honest, like you show all sides. So I kind of think like, did you ever think, Oh, like one day I'm gonna do this. It was just, like, it was as it just kind of like, just kind of happened for you.
1: Definitely kind of happened. Cool mum on the ground. So I tell you, before I had kids, no, when Esme was, she was about do. five months.
0: Because I remember when you when you came into Ronda when you were pregnant, and I was like, <laughs> what? The to having a baby now. I was like, raw. It's like he just walked in and then I just, he was just like, he had on your, I, don't know, I can't remember he friend having a Ray Ban. I just thought, okay. So what, is she running today or... I don't know what's going on. Like, you just... And then they gave you the... I think they gave, you like, a baby girl, but had, like, yeah. run down on it. And I was like, that is so cool. Literally.
1: I remember running into Sharmadim Reed oh, of Oh, yes. nails Because she used to work with, Nike. I think she does from time to time. And I remember running into her when Esme was, like, five months. She was like, and, you know, the whole usual, oh, baby's so cute. And I was just like, girl, this is hard. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, And the ease with which she she, spoke, I just looked up at her like, some I'm gone, like, what are you saying? She was like, nah, it's really easy and you can just make lots of money. And I was just, you say she was like have you heard of this thing called mother's meetings oh yeah
0: mother's meetings. and i hadn't been to a mother's oh, meeting because you don't really do mothers meetings. you don't really do the mum. Do,
1: do you know what it is it's just that mother's meetings stuff is normally based in london no but
0: in general i don't see you doing mum groups like
1: I'm... oh god, we'll get to that okay.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> hashtag alone <laughs> that was my next that was my next one to be fair so we will go into that
1: so, and she was just like no because you you know work in an industry where you could take your baby everywhere and of course, it was so new to me then, I hadn't, like, <laughs> I was just looking up at her like this goddess, like, okay, you can say that with your business and, yeah. you know, your connections and the name you've built for yourself. I'm just Candice from down the road. Not, <laughs> ain't no one just going to be, like, having my baby on the set. Yeah, like. do you know what I mean? And I don't, I'm not a people person like that, so I don't even have friends who are in. <laughs> so I could be like, let me just be in with yeah, my no, friends like, true. no one cares, you know? <laughs> But I kept it at the back of my mind. I was like, one day I'm going to be that mum giving the me of them that advice. And so even though it happened by accident, a part of me was like, especially for black women we've always been sold motherhood as like a problem a
0: struggle this
1: is it or struggle. Whole thing struggle the
0: stretch marks afterwards the saggy belly afterwards or you
1: can't go and tell your mum you're pregnant because you'll be it, scared you'll be scared
0: if not, if the
1: black woman right. a joyous, you could be all 30 and it's not a joyous occasion you're still scared because we're, I, our parents have now been like, yeah, but so I sent you to uni for what? Yeah. To have baby, <laughs> like you know, just all of it's these so, yeah. pressures. And I would, I try my hardest, even though I am in a stable relationship. I try my hardest to show Black mum, single or not, there is money to be made in motherhood and parenting, real money, yeah. dirty money. Don't let how we've always seen motherhood and parenting as a struggle in the Black community keep this away from you mm. like if your kid is cute model off like yeah. be friends with the right people like try and work with certain brands because for too long it's been like oh you've had a baby you've fallen off now yeah. you know or, girl bye
0: this yeah. is it no 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 she said no 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 <laughs> she'll still live in her best life <laughs> so like obviously in with the mother's meeting mm. and my, sorry, so not, not mother's meet not mother's meeting, but the one in London. I'm yeah. talking about mother's meeting in general. Like you, yeah. don't, I don't really ever see you going to any. Like, is it just not your thing?
1: I'm just not a people person, man. Like. <laughs> I'm not. I remember having really bad postnatal depression after Esme, obviously. Yeah. And my sister hadn't had my niece yet. And my sister was like, Yeah, but you just don't go out enough. Da-da-da-da-da. A year later, she had my niece, and she was ringing me, balling Like, this is really hard. It's hard to find, as much as we live in this really nice place. All the mums around me, they start having their kids at 40. Between 38 and 40.
0: Just like forbidden in our know, territory.
1: People wouldn't know if you've got X left what? at 40 in the black community. My mum was like,
0: My mum always says, So, are you going to have a child?
1: Is, so right. This is it and so already there's a massive age gap by like 10 years and as much as I'm educated and well spoken I'm still that black girl from Brixton yeah. so sometimes we'll be in conversation and my mind will just veer off because I'm like right you're now talking about picking towels in your fitted kitchen <laughs> and I'm trying to get there but I'm just not there yeah. yet and I don't have to be because I'm barely yeah. 30 you know I'm That's still true. very yeah. young so I just struggle to meet those kind of mums i've got a few but they live far yeah so it's like it's not every day and my sister she's like my go-to but yeah you're, you're not gonna see me flick up on the gram with like like hashtag instamums and it's no shade but also I, again like i said at the top i'm very loyal so i don't have time for these on fleek friendships yeah. that last five minutes just for the ground yeah, i'm true. just like no nah, i can't yeah. be bothered and also i'm a great believer in the work that i does goes beyond instagram so i don't need to befriend you for a little little fuckery i don't need to be your brethren to, to try and get ahead i will get ahead on me and god's terms Amen. so if i rock with you i rock with you yeah but i'm not gonna be out here skinning teeth just because it's like oh let me take a picture with this person because she's gonna got yeah
0: no no. No, no no can you imagine <laughs>
1: hmm. do you know what i mean and i want i hope that people look at my insta and they get that vibe like i'm not one of them do it for the gram type yeah. people if i post a picture with someone that happens to have lots of followers best believe me and that person rock on WhatsApp. Yeah.
0: Like, like i know them beyond the gram
1: here we go, that's yeah,
0: it, that's it. Yeah. this is it, <laughs> hmm. so Edmund started school now, nice. I can imagine like, so how is it in the morning, doing the school run, oh, taking RJ, did I did for the
1: what, first what, time what? yesterday, like the first time as in, taking her in the morning, Jesus, <laughs> wow, I felt like an octopus, and when I was in Paris, Papa B had them, and he was like, yo, it's murder, you know? And I was like, oh, you're a guy. You're going to say it's murder. Yeah. No, it's murder. Because the night before, I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear this outfit. I'm going to wear this lipstick. I'm going to pop off at the school gate. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, please! <laughs> Next day, the only makeup I was wearing was sweat. Can
0: you imagine? <laughs> I can imagine the terror.
1: Listen, because I'm like, it's your second week. I ain't trying to be late. Yeah. But you got to get down. The- she starts at 850 and so and it's a case with kids if one wants something the other one wants something. so i'm trying to feed him i'm trying to feed her i'm just like i was the last one in consideration it's hard and also a bit like instagram the school gates is just secondary school all over again <laughs> bare mum standing up gossiping giving side eye and i don't talk to anyone and not out of feeling like i'm too big for my boots but again i'm insular i'm like we just met B. Like yeah. maybe if you're here in year three, then, we can start a chat. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> I
0: Until then, it's just
1: it, taking the classroom
0: and we just go. It's hard. Actually, like, so do you have like any tips for like new mums or Ooh. mums, mums who have more than one child and their child I start starting the school as well?
1: Lay out everything the night before. <laughs> Lay out everything. I even put Esme's toothpaste on the toothbrush so you can't come and ask me nothing in the morning. Have a set. See, I don't subscribe to this whole, oh, I just rushed out the house. I hate that. Yeah, And I don't know, I've noticed, especially in the black community, we don't, what do you mean you just rushed out the house? <laughs> we would rather be late yeah. and look intact. <laughs> Than be shuffling out in, a, yeah. in our dressing gown. Nah. <laughs> no.
0: Looking all like... No. No, looking all startled. No, so in you. your
1: mind, like on the Sunday, a bit like if you were going to school, have like set outfits. Yeah. Like I know a Noah blazer I can grab for certain weather. The Marks and Spencer's white t-shirt is ready. <laughs> the Dorothy Perkins jeans then laid out. Trust so me. I know I can just pick this up and go. Like just be organised yeah. as F. So that even if something goes wrong, everything else is in order. Yeah, Can you imagine?
0: <laughs> hmm. so advice for case okay, so advice for like mums to be and like mums who also want to become like mum influencers, as advice one would call it.
1: For mums to be, advice for mums to be is don't take advice from those that are already mums because your story is going to be so different. Of all the advice I had before, Esme, no one had sepsis, mm. no one knew that part of the story, so it's like, and also. People's bad stories can impact on your birth. It's so mental. Yeah. Like literally, when I in the run-up to having RJ for all three months, I wouldn't even allow certain people to come to my house. I was like, the chakra has to be so <laughs> clean in here. Because I going through that yeah. again. I don't want no even in my birth plan with RJ, I told the surgeons, do not do no idle chit chat. <laughs> I don't want to know what you had for breakfast. Because they do these surgeries every day sometimes they just leave. i remember with esme i remember hearing the surgeon say hurry up i should have been home half an hour ago and then a week later i get sepsis how do i know now because of your big mouth and yeah, your rushing
0: but i didn't know it's true can you imagine so these
1: surgeons in my birth plan i was like if it's not about my baby i don't want to hear it <laughs> i don't want to hear about what you're having for lunch like just keep this area serene yeah. and i would tell any new mum protect your space whether you're spiritual or not, these things exist. Keeping the space around you clean and free of negative energy is so important. So that even if shit goes left, your mind is pure. Like, your thoughts are clean. You're yeah. not stressed. You're, don't, even if it's your mum, if she's going to be Aggie, she can't come in the labour room. It's, that's...
0: <laughs> yeah, my friend, he, he told his girlfriend's mum. She's not come for the second child. T- she's like she's not there she was doing too much for the straight. first one i was like straight. Up. i told her she's not invited straight I, said, I hear that i hear that and
1: i understand as a mom you might let your emotions get the best of you yeah. because the child you gave birth to is now giving birth. but you have to if you're not going to be level and positive back out the yeah. room. there are certain things i know with esme like if esme has to go to hospital for any reason i'll be there as a mum, but i can't be there mm. because i know i'll be too anxious that's not the energy she needs she'll need her dad who is just straight yeah. like i got this so for mums to be be positive for mums trying to be influencers this is weird but just try not to be an influencer i'm done <laughs> just come on social and be yourself yeah. and hope that you can build an authentic following Because, I hand on heart, I know girls with 5,000 followers making more money than these people with 100,000 followers just because their audience are so into them and they know what they're doing. Also, if that's your bag, don't think that followers are the end all and be all. Because engagement speaks, bruv. Like are your audience interested in what you have to say? Better to have 10,000 people who are in it than 100,000 who are just like, uh, mm-hmm, double tap because I have to. Yeah. Because as what I'm noticing as my audience grows, it's just growing because people see it growing, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: I can tell people are like, oh, she's got a lot of followers, let me follow. That's just how we are as yeah. humans, you know? I'm like, I've now got to a place where it's just doing this snowball thing by itself. And whilst that's cool, I'm also like, oh man, because when I had ten thousand followers, we were like,
0: we we're getting involved. Yeah,
1: I knew that you know we were all on the same page. Whereas sometimes I can post something now, and a follower will be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that, and I'm like, but you really don't know me. Yeah,
0: because
1: I've been saying this
0: from what day?
1: <laughs> this is it. So if you want to be an influencer now, just come willing to be yourself. Yeah, and get good management. <laughs>
0: So do you have any like campaigns any talk that we should know about and you, you did talk, i was gonna ask about the book but you're talking about you're gonna do a book so yeah
1: working on the book i'm speaking at stylist live
0: oh yes yeah, so you are yeah if i'm if if the roster gods allow me to have that day off <laughs> i'm gonna come because you're talking and another yeah do you know another girl that i know is talking as well and i was like oh um. my gosh two black girls <laughs> swear that and i actually know who they are i'm actually <laughs> who's the other one? Um, Dior. It's like i've heard it's been 11 to 11 30 yeah i saw i saw it on her page and i was like i'm gonna come there yeah
1: yeah so i'm talking about stylist live i've got a couple of talks coming up my management are trying to there's a all women's a membership club called the albright and we're trying to do tea time live once a quarter at the oh. albright that would be big things will happen speaking to tv people but like publishing tv takes long between talks and production and sign-off, you lot might not see my big black face on TV until 2020, done. so I'm not going to ask anyone to hold their breath. Yeah. But just to know that these things are happening. And then hopefully, I want to bring my whole family on. Oh. I've always promised Papa B, I was like, the minute I've made enough money, I will take the reins of the household so you can find the job you love. Yeah. Because for the past three years, he's held it down just believing that what i said would come to fruition and so i just think it's right i don't want to be in a relationship where i'm living my best life and he's he's going to a job that he likes but he doesn't love love. so yeah
0: oh right so we're going to go into tea time roundup so tea time roundup is basically it's like a fire round okay so i'm going to actually love the questions but you have to ask them you have to answer them very quickly
1: okay okay -hmm.
0: all right so to your coffee
1: coffee
0: where is your happy place home your top three mums hashtag
1: <laughs> oh wow see that one t- a woman called Latonia Latonia yvette she lives in america she's got two kids she's amazing um freddie harrell just because so freddie harrell she's
0: oh it's a big afro big afro yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> big afro yeah. um oh top oh sorry one more. oh my god one more who do i spy on who do i think yeah 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 yeah
0: it'll come back it'll come back okay okay so top three places that are like family friendly that you would go with your kids and your hubby
1: Barbados always always just because they're yeah they're so welcoming to families so Barbados I'm trying to think somewhere in the you know any park in London yeah although the tube isn't that great yeah but any park in London family friendly like a
0: like a restaurant you'd go to
1: oh a restaurant i know this is so random but gbk are always really nice to ask oh that's good (laughs) gbk that's good
0: and what does motherhood mean to you
1: you know i said this on a podcast recently and i know it'll become my go-to but it is actually to give all of myself without losing myself like i can be there for them and you know i will drop everything for them but i'm not gonna stop working Mm. i'm not gonna esme's thing right now is i know you're working <laughs> and that used to annoy me but i'm like no no i am working yeah. and i need you to see that so to give all of myself without losing myself
0: your favorite shops
1: <laughs> <laughs> mulberry ops
0: <laughs> come on
1: <laughs> mulberry um what other shops are marks and spencers yeah that, that people really i like, need Eminence, not sleep, you yeah, I like yeah. as you get a bit older like i'm Eminence, sorry yeah. i love Marbury, MS, and I I always pronounce the name wrong, but I've only just found them. They're called Mage. Mage. M A J E. I've been living in their slides all summer. They are expensive, but if you go to Bister Village, girl, yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, so your morning ritual
1: oh have, I have coffee in my garden just because I've wanted a garden for so long, <laughs> and so I need to see that then I go upstairs, brush my teeth, and shower every other day though I go for a job for half an hour. oh that
0: looks good, so yeah, check you out. four things that are always in your handbag four yeah
1: <laughs> a lipstick and lip liner I'll count that as one um. Lip liner is Mac Nightmoth.
0: I've got. I, I don't know. I got that because of you. Uh, girl, I was it
1: goes like, with
0: everything. I was like, <laughs> can uses that I need to use that? It
1: goes with everything. And normally, like a retro matte lipstick by Mac, like in a red. That's always in there. Tissues, my card holder, and my phone. Okay, yeah.
0: So name five people you'd have at your tea party, and four songs you'd have on the playlist
1: five people i'd have up my TV, and that did it
0: um did it have to be famous They could be like non-people or they could be famous oprah
1: obviously yeah, obs my my dad he died a while ago but you know in a dreamland yeah. so oprah my dad's maybe like my first ever primary school teacher miss coco oh. she's just i thought of her the other day um brrr, um arva duvernay so she is the producer of the Thirteenth, which is on Netflix about. I
0: think yeah, I watched that about the the prison system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: she produces a show called Queen Sugar. I'd love to pick her brain. Who else? Oh, I guess we need a man there to like yeah. balance that. I love a bit of Jay Z. Yeah, love, yeah, yeah. And full songs
0: on your playlist.
1: Um, Da-na-na, da-na-na. how's it go um sheryl lynn's got to be real that is my jam <laughs> that is my jam then we've got the gap band outstanding you can tell what kind of songs I like how's it going like, outsta- yes and then <clears throat> i can't remember who 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 did the original but the song's called um midnights over egypt i know that faith evan sampled it i'm a very 80s head and then we've got oh god what's his name john holt mr bojangles jesus i'm old like, old. Oh, no you, when it you comes got
0: to- i don't know these <laughs> songs, <laughs> right? Look, i'm looking at a like wrong right? boy.
1: okay one one we all know yeah. um young jock buy you a drink that was my jam <laughs> back in the day when i was popping oh. <laughs> i'm sorry that was my
0: like jam. <laughs> no your, your tea probably let's deal with it. all right cool Girl, I just wanted to say a massive thank oh. you for coming to my podcast honestly like I wanted to you for ages but I was fortnight? Candice is going to be like what's she, what's she? like I know like you know we just kind of think I need the right moment I need the right moment and I was like no I'm DMing her no, right now
1: course. I was like
0: no. so I think when I saw you in the stylist magazine I was like no I need to DM her she's going to get T famous <laughs> she's going to get too famous <laughs> she's going to get famous so i was like no literally honestly thank you so much for coming on my podcast no, thank
1: you for having me this was one of the
0: most fun sometimes i find them
1: a bit they're great but because they've got like bigger sponsorships those ones you find that you can't really
0: chat too much this is
1: well. yeah <laughs> well, and obviously woman to woman i'm always uh, far more open with a woman of color because yeah. you get it I get the it's that code switch for you yeah so it's just like
0: yeah. care. so honestly thank you so much and this is the bit where you can let people get to know you more so like whether you want to follow you on your socials or if they like if you have twitter, instagram, the website the blog, the youtube page
1: <laughs> everything is Candy's Brathwaite so like the website's is Candicebrathwaite.com insta, I don't, see twitter for me I can't deal, I feel like it's in the room where bare people are shouting yeah. and I'm just like <laughs> can everyone just be quiet because yeah. I can't work out what's going on so I tweet from time to time, but candy weight everywhere
0: else, yeah. And that's the great. Oh, that is so good! Oh, my gosh. Oh, honestly, thank you so much, babe. And as always, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow me on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Acast. It's one cup heart and two sugars. And as always, I'll be back next month. Thanks, guys. <laughs> good luck.